Flatlining. <laughs> We're dying. Oh, oh no. there we go. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody! Welcome to Horror Vomit. We talk about horror movies, so you don't have to. My name is Chris Faff, and I am your host. And again, returning champ, James Marino. Hey, uh, what are we talking about today, James? Humanoids from the deep. Yes, indeed. 1980s screenplay by Fred James, directed by Barbara Peters. And the big name, executive produced by Roger Corman. Yeah. If you don't know who Roger Corman is, you do, you just don't know it. He is a legendary producer. He has a lifetime achievement from the Academy for making films such as <clears throat> Piranha, Death Race 2000, Rock and Roll High School, and Slumber Party Massacres 1, 2, and 3, and Suburbia. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Yeah. Oh. He's a fucking legend. All right. Schlock Supreme. Starring Doug McClure as Jim Hill and Turkle as Dr. Susan Drake. Vic Morrow as Hank Slottery. Cindy Weintraub as Carol Hill. And Anthony Pena as Johnny Eagle. <laughs> Johnny Eagle's the fucking best. <laughs> oh. Oh. Let, let, I want, well. We're going to get into oh, this. I've so, got stuff. So we've been kind of trying to... A little bit of break our format, you know, going through films scene by scene is kind of boring sometimes, but I think this one is necessary. Yes. Because holy shit. There's not a minute in this movie where I'm either going, what the fuck, or... So, yeah. what what did you think of this film, James? Oh, well, it, it, that's a tough answer, Chris, because uh, there, I, I'm of an age where this movie, I would have seen it when it came out. And it did the one thing these movies should do. There was no, no access to porn back in the day, so we would go to the VHS place and find the stuff with the most nudity. And my goodness, this movie <laughs> provides quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I think we were talking about it beforehand, but uh, James, this movie got me. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I really, really liked it a lot. And I'm not supposed to because it's dumb as shit. It's just not good. No. <laughs> but like, because I think I was explaining why that happened because I was like hyper focused on this movie, trying to pay attention to everything to catch up every stupid line, every dumb dick detail. And I fell right into its trap and I enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, I can't <laughs> say I felt the same. But I did enjoy it. I would grant you I that. also partook in a, a whole lot of marijuana beforehand. That would definitely make this movie much better. It was so good. Wow, that must have been good marijuana. Oh, indeed. <laughs> With all this lucrative podcast money that I get from... Oh. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I have not made a red cent. On, I am in the red. <laughs> um, but what fun you're having. In, indeed. All right, so... This film immediately starts with 80-yard lines. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, not even closely synced. They're pretty far off. It, honest to God, looked like they pulled into wherever they were and found the nearest dinner theater and uh, said, hey, um, can you guys come up here and read some lines for us? We need to get this shot. 
It doesn't matter. You don't have to say them exactly. We're going to fix it later. But just go ahead and just stand there and look at each other and talk. Okay? So they're walking down to... Oh, should we... All right. Before we get... Uh, brief plot description. I did the last one. You oh, do it. Yeah. Um, some, what seems like some murders in a small town turn out to be a humanoid from the deep. And, um, oh, <laughs> lot, yeah, this movie, sure. no, no, this movie messed with me so bad because of all the fish raping. Nobody was raping uh, right, fish, fish were raping. That's one thing that I did kind of want to start the episode by saying is that this is probably the one and only time that we will cover a film with rape in it. Mm-hmm. We are not making jokes about rape i don't think it's funny i don't watch films with explicit rape scenes in mm-hmm. it i i don't watch clockwork orange i'm not gonna watch i spit on your grave we will right. not cover that bullshit on Absolutely. this show but ah. we are going to make jokes about fish men raping women mm-hmm. that's gonna happen so i want to apologize ahead of time if that really really bothers anyone just it's, know it's gonna happen <coughs> yeah <coughs> so they're walking down the very first shot of this film is they're walking down to the boat dock and and i couldn't tell you the names of any of these characters i didn't give a shit absolutely not the one man says i'd be happy with a tuna fish or a nice salmon james i did a little research yeah so the smallest tuna that i could find they could have maybe caught in that tiny ass boat is a mackerel tuna, which on average weighs around 17 pounds. Mm-hmm. Now your standard Atlantic bluefish or bluefin tuna weighs around 500 plus pounds. Wow. Now the line I'd be happy with a tuna fish or a nice salmon. The heaviest salmon that I could find generally speaking is a Chinook salmon, which weighs 30 pounds. Those are two very different things than an experienced fisherman said that he would be happy catching either. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to this in a minute when we talk about the boat scenes. Because having spent about four years on a ship, uh, I got a lot of issues. A lot <laughs> oh, oh, of I issues. bet. You mean Roger Corman film? Yeah. Didn't really uh, Pay attention stick to, to the specs? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, dear. Just, the, just when they were pulling the line scene... Uh-huh. The guys with the wristwatches, open jackets, nothing secured. And then I was watching some of the lines, the frayed lines. I was waiting I, I, for everything to just explode right there. I like that this is the hill you're going to die. Oh, no, this <laughs> not, is one of many. Not, not the rest of this ridiculous ass film. Just specifically how, how, how they performed on the boat. <laughs> hey, I've got very narrow interests. And well, there you go. So I... Marked it at around three minutes and 15 seconds when Johnny Eagle rolls up and they begin discussing the cannery. It is the first message of the cannery and pretty much like, you know, a social message about capitalism and racism. Oh, yes. Because Slattery's a real asshole to Johnny Eagle, who is a Native American, which hmm, probably could have found a better name. Mm -hmm. But uh, whatever. (laughs) Where was this filmed again? Who gives a shit? No, because no they could have found a real Native American instead of, you know, one of my cousins. Right. Instead of Anthony Pena. Yeah. So, they are going out fishing, and there's a shot of a one-legged seagull. Just a real quick fill shot of a yep. one-legged seagull. 
But why I think that was sneaky smart, because I paused the film to look at this up, the intention of like seagulls in literature and things like that is that they signify a change. Okay. Which immediately when I looked that up, I don't know why, but I said aloud to no one, God damn it, Roger Corman movie. Why do you have to be sneaky good like this? And that's why I said, I think this movie got me because I was in. Oh, I could, I could see why. I just couldn't get there. Maybe during the podcast, you can convince me. So, uh, the first casualty is a kid. Well, yes. And, (laughs) you know, we should have a theme today. Yeah. You know. Well, kids can hey, hey, yeah. hey, what? no peeling back the curtain. Oh, sorry. We did these weeks apart. Absolutely. Months and, apart, sir. <laughs> not just enough time to smoke a cigarette in between. Never happened. No, no, absolutely not. Anyway, back, back now back to the show. Indeed. So, I, w- I want to talk about their explosion budget. <laughs> <laughs> because they kill a kid and then the entire fucking boat explodes. Mm-hmm. Although we did see the scene, we did have the establishing shot of the, you know, don't go near the oil or whatever it was, and it started spilling, so. Yeah, no, I didn't say it was ridiculous, I was just saying, we're going to talk about some explosions. This movie had a fucking budget. It did, still blowed up real good. Yeah. Uh, So, we're shown, I believe it's Jim Hill and his wife. Jim Hill is... The silver-haired gentleman. Okay, yes, yes. And his maybe 23-year-old wife. Yes. <laughs> quite quite an age disparity. I think there are only two older women in the entire movie. One was in the band, and the other was the uh, scientist from the cannery or wherever she was from. And yeah, she wasn't like an elderly woman. No, she but... She, maybe but, 30s? I know, but in this movie, everybody else is like 19, so... Yeah, right. it's different. So... Then we get a lot of dead dogs... <laughs> Yes. And this is where the movie... A lot of dead dogs, actually. This is where the movie started dragging for me. I was like, okay, we got a dogs. What's going to happen now? Wait, come on. I, I would like to disagree because when they find all these dead dogs, uh, Slattery and his crew pull up to go fishing, and they have an enormous amount of beer in the oh. back of their truck. Oh, yes, they did. Now... Here's what really bothered me. Slattery is walking around with a can of beer inside of a cup. He didn't pour beer into a cup. He wasn't... Yes. <laughs> it was like he was using a cup with a handle as a koozie for his beer. Oh, I rewound it three times. You, what many? fucking maniac just puts a can of beer into a cup and walks around with it? Oh, I don't even know how I'd miss that. It's insane. How many times have you seen this movie now, Chris? <laughs> like four or five. Okay. I watched the shit out of this. I, I, I was just stuck by ridiculous things that have absolutely nothing to do. It's like I, I lived in that living room, that couch I had in my house. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, wow, except for the paneling, this is my living room from 1982. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah. Stuff like that pulled me out. Alright, here's where I really want to get into it. Okay. The lingerie scene. (laughs) What in the actual fuck is happening? (laughs) Who wrote this garbage? So, 
What happens is, I, I don't know the character's name. I don't give a shit. Blonde girl. We'll just call her blonde girl number one. Yes. She seems to have just gotten out of the shower mm-hmm. and has put on very sexy lingerie. To go to bed alone? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, there are noises and she sees the door rattling so she gets super scared. Okay, yeah, yeah. Alright, so it's it's a typical horror scene. Yeah, yeah. Her boyfriend, apparently, the front door was locked, which was him jiggling the handle, came in the side door and leaps at her. Oh, Jesus, yes, yes. I thought that was going to be the first kill of the movie. And then immediately is trying to fuck her. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's where it gets funny. To which she responds, no, our friends are going to be here in a little bit. Oh, yes, but this is not the most problematic sex scene I have. So, no, 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 but we're getting to that. Okay. So, she was wearing lingerie to wander around her house, not to arouse her boyfriend, who she knew was coming over, because their friends were going to be there, and then they're going to a salmon festival. Oh, and <laughs> how, how hard do they hit the Ellen Salmon in that movie? So, so here's, here's what makes me the most mad about this scene. Okay. I contacted a friend of mine, <laughs> out of the blue... Just mm-hmm. sent her a message. How many t- would you ever consider even, I guess, getting out of the shower, throwing on sexy lingerie to then go to a salmon festival? <laughs> <laughs> I think I phrased it as, have you ever just put on sexy lingerie to wander around your house alone and then go to a salmon festival? To which I got the response of, yes, I have. What? Yeah. Wow. I got more than one yes to this as well, because I posed it to a few people. Because Life imitates art. A- apparently, or the... One of the two. The thing, the explanation that I got was, yeah, I put it on to feel more confident about wearing it in front of someone. Okay. This falls in line with the seagull thing, too, where just this afternoon I went, God damn it, Roger Corman movie. Fuck you. You are <laughs> slowly making me like this movie, by the way. Yeah. Because now i got to go watch it and see that. Uh, see. So, then we get to the Salmon Festival. Oh, yes. And I believe we establish his character's name is Jim. Old Silverhair. Yes. With the incredibly, yeah. inappropriately young wife. Absolutely. Walks up to a, a man who couldn't have been that much older than him. Mm-hmm. Some town official. The town official says to Jim... When are we going to get some duck hunting in, young fella? Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting those, there. Those two men are at most ten years apart. I know. And they are both silver and old. These are the parts where I glazed. My, yeah. I just, my brain just kind of said, okay, this happened. Okay, uh, next. I'm glad you noticed all that. Cause, so, we're, but then we're shown, I believe Jerry is the boyfriend that leaped out at yeah. blonde number one. They're getting out of the truck at the Salmon Festival. He and two other people get out, and he goes and opens the back of the truck to let his girlfriend out. He made her ride in the covered truck bed. (laughs) All the way to this goddamn Salmon Festival. Oh, boy. I bet you that lingerie started riding. (laughs) Yeah. And then they just sit on the tailgate and openly drink gin. That's right. Oh, I blocked so much of this out. Like, it's not like they went behind the truck. No. Nope. 
They sat right on the truck bed in full view of town officials, police, everyone. Surprised they didn't wave. And and were just slamming gin out of a flask. (laughs) Sorry, we've been talking a lot this this evening. The old vocal cords are parched. So, at this town meeting, they're explaining how the doctor, Susan, is going to... Use science to make more fish in the area. She looks the most pissed off about having to be in a place as I have ever seen anyone. She looks like she is just not having it and doesn't want to be there at all. She probably got booked for the gig and read after she read the script, went, wait, did we sign this? Yeah. Did we sign this? Oh, shit. I got to be outside in this weather and these <laughs> boots. And then we get a real good fight scene. Oh, God. This fight scene's amazing. <laughs> Johnny not. Johnny Eagle storms in and disrupts the, I guess, party, yelling about the cannery and how it's no good. Mm-hmm. So Slattery and his goons follow him out, or drag him outside, make it into essentially just an enormous Donnybrook. Mm-hmm. The entire town fist fights outside the Salmon Festival. And as... Bad as only 80s fistfights could possibly be filmed. The only thing worse, and it's a really good movie, but everybody forgets. You remember the scene in The Godfather where James Caan goes to find the dude who's like beating his sister? Yeah. And he throws a punch six feet away from him? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) That's about the quality of this fistfight. Yes. And then Jerry quits making out, opens up the back. Pops his head out saying, what's going on? And just catches a right hand in the face. Oh, yes. <laughs> True art. Oh, True so good. art. Mm. Yeah. So then, this part confused the living Christ out of me. Slattery decides to go undercover. He dresses in all black with his little uh, black cap. Yes. And during the day, sneaks up to this house mm-hmm. where he finds out that Johnny Eagle is basically gotten a very, very good lawyer to stop them from setting up this cannery. Right. Claiming back his native grounds. More right. social Fishing rights, etc. Yeah, yeah, more social commentary. Again, fuck you, Roger Corman movie, mm-hmm. for making me give a shit. Ah. This right. is Karen. Yeah. Oh, bad scene. So then we get to the beach. <clears throat> With, ah. with Blondie and Jerry. <laughs> oh my. Great googly moogly. You, uh, you want to detail the insanity of this at all? Okay. Well, they're at the beach. It's kind of a tent thing. Je- no, 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 no. Wait, no. wait. Where the cabin? Or what was it? No, they're just laying on the beach. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of the other part. There was a woman maybe 10 feet away leering at them. <laughs> just basically watching them fuck on a beach. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I was thinking of the other scene. Oh, oh, we're gonna get to oh, that. I, I, fucking minute. Oh my god. But anyway, we'll get back to that. Yes. So they notice that this woman is glaring at the leering yeah. rather. They get up and run away in their tennis shoes <laughs> because this is the grossest beach in the world. The fact that anybody sat on that beach. There is shit all over this fucking beach. Oh. So there's a long montage and a lot of butt shots, not just of her. That is true. There, there is a whole lot of focusing on Jerry's package and his butt in those <laughs> sweet, sweet jean shorts. 
Oh, great. Mm. My God. Yeah, I had gym shorts like that. I hated them. So they get in the water, and Jerry goes under, and he's goofing around with her. Mm-hmm. And then he gets got. Yes. By the humanoids from the deep. <laughs> yes, and, and actually, by that time, I was like, oh, finally. But then, but, after that happened. So, she clearly watches Jerry get dragged away. Mm-hmm. Looks all around her, confusedly. Jerry, this isn't funny. Then she spots him. <coughs> oh, yes. Is, is Jerry dead? Kinda, maybe. I think he's dead. Because he's just standing in the water. Yep. That's but not how dead bodies act. They're supposed to he float. Is, he is literally standing, slumped over, but waist deep in this water. And he's supposedly dead. I have, honest to God, I've watched this entire movie, but I've blocked most of it out because I was just like, oh, this is bad. I'm sorry. Oh, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so she runs onto the beach and is immediately raped by a fish man. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The one thing I will give this movie, it's not detailed. Mm-mm. It's 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 softcore rape. Yes, there there's a whole bunch of movies. With a fish man? Yeah. Um it was like Finamax. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you right out the door. I could not. I could not. Okay, so here we go. The ventriloquism scene. <laughs> Okay. What in the holy hell? I want to know in if in the history of ever having a ventriloquist dummy and the skill to throw your voice ever got anybody laid ever in the history of ever. Yeah, that's not really the part that I took issue with, well, but no, that's all right. One of them. You know, as as a guy who wants to play accordion, I I know all about being ignored by the ladies. So so here's the thing about this scene. There are tons of insane movies from the 80s where you can tell that, oh, that was cocaine. They wrote this on cocaine. Mm -hmm. I don't get that from this because this is just weird. Ah, I'm thinking Boone's Farm and Little Mary Jane. Maybe, but okay. So this young couple is in a tent. Okay. And he's doing ventriloquism for this girl. Who immediately gets bare-assed naked. With the quickness. We, we, you see her vagina. <laughs> I was very surprised. Yeah. And then he continues to do ventriloquism to this completely naked woman. Mm-hmm. And he and the puppet are making jokes. And about my... giving her splinters. Exactly. Well, actually, she did say, didn't, will I get splinters? Yeah. Oh dear, yeah. So I'm 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 still troubled. This is completely insane. So then the fishmen converge on this tent. And we get another fish rape. Yes. Oh with the fish rape in this movie. My god. Alright, so Johnny Eagle takes a couple of the friends out. And gonna, boat. And where this, this is where they're investigating the explosion, or no, this is the... Invest- this is pre-explosion. Okay. So they're out 
The, oh, they were going to help him with some fishing thing or something. Yeah, some, was... some stupid setup, whatever. Yeah. And they realize they have to get out of there because Slattery's on his way to come find them or something yeah. on the river. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. See, all the cannery and Slattery <laughs> stuff was very confusing <coughs> to me. I was trying to figure out which was which. And... Yeah. So they get back to Johnny Eagle's house. They're cleaning some fish, starting to grill. And... <laughs> Then Slattery and his goons just firebomb Johnny Eagle's house. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you do. Yeah. So, yeah, I've written down, so Johnny Eagle's just homeless now. <laughs> I honestly, again, did not think of that. <laughs> yeah, they just blew up his house from the river. And he's still doing stuff, you know, he's still activisming and stuff. Yeah. Johnny Eagle's the fucking best. Absolutely. And, and again, Slattery... The they, worst. They firebomb his house, and we get another bitchin' explosion. Ah, yes. It was really good. It was really good. But now thinking back to the boat exploding, I'm like, well, it wouldn't really explode. But it was nice. Yeah, it's cool looking. It doesn't make any fucking sense, and I don't expect it to. The but... house exploding. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. there was a fucking gas main inside of the house. Oh, how much more do we have on the budget? Yeah, bring some more. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. We got money for another explosion. We just won't pay Johnny Eagle. <laughs> well, you, you know, you probably made scale from dinner theater. And I, I really like the fight scene that follows this as well. Because the young blonde dude, he falls in the water, and he's fighting one of the fishmen mm-hmm. in the water. Can't fire a gun because it's wet. He beats it with the barrel of it. Mm-hmm. Almost gets away until the fish man grabs him again, and then Johnny Eagle shoots it in the fucking head. Now, let's talk about these fish men real quick. They look great. A plus. Mm, 100%. No notes. Uh, no notes. No, just giant brain up front. And yep, do it. Slime in. We're not. Do it. Who gives yeah. a shit? <laughs> fuck it. I We're making it. a movie called Humanoids of the Deep, and it's my 1980. Who gives a fuck? I understand, but my favorite were the yardstick arms. The yardstick claws? Yeah. Oh, those were those were fabulous. Oh, they're great, man. Oh, that really added uh-huh. added depth to that. So, no. So then they go consult the doctor about <sighs> these fishmen that they saw. Mm-hmm. And she comes out to Johnny Eagle's house and she's looking around the Oh, is that one they were digging around the back in the water? Yeah, by the was, pier. Yeah. What what was with the And she wasn't really letting like letting on as much as she knew. Yeah. And they immediately go right to her lab and she's explaining. And again, this is where I had to go fuck you, Roger Corman movie, for being better than you should. They actually gave I mean, yeah, it's bullshit science, mm-hmm. but they gave a reasonable explanation as to why these fishmen existed. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Better than I thought they were going to do. I had to suspend a lot. I had to suspend a lot. Yeah, to it's get junk there. science. Yeah. You don't sit there and analyze it in Ghostbusters. Shut that up. doesn't make any fucking sense either. Shut up. This made just as much. I may have. Shut up. But yeah, I really liked it that they gave a reason for... And what was it that they were trying to... Increase the fish population? Yes, and by... A, a, a increasing size and aggression or something? I forgot. Yes, they... Oh, make and it... will to spawn, I believe. There was something about they had more of a drive to reproduce to make more. Yeah, and that they mature faster, mm-hmm. they're larger, Absolutely, everything else. Yeah. And then the experiment went out of control, and now we have fishmen. And which explains the behavior of the fishmen. Exactly. Because they're just trying to make more fishmen. Uh-huh. Fuck you, Roger Corman movie from 1980. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, but we're, we're my, getting... We're my, my turn in the tide for you a little uh, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. But 
we do have to talk. Well, I'm trying to remember the progression because I want to get to the carnival scene. Uh, that's pretty much next. Who gives a shit? <laughs> oh, I have just the start with the DJ. Oh, we need to talk about the DJ. Oh, we need to talk a lot about the DJ. <laughs> I've never been happier to see anybody be killed in my life. The guy was creepy from jump, and there were so many things wrong with him that I wanted to hit him so badly. Also, we we do this podcast where we speak into microphones. Well, I'm not he's, speaking to the microphone again. No, I'm saying he would have been fired immediately oh, because yes. he's waving his head over here and then over here. Any producer would have heard that and been like, hey, man. Talking to the fucking microphone. Yes. Or you're fired. And his patter was mm, superb. Yeah. Dumb as hell. (laughs) And let me repeat how hard he pronounced the L's in Salmon. Hey, everybody, this is the Salmon Fest. And his pickup lines were, again, impeccable because they had, uh, we had to have a bikini clad woman. With a sash and high heels. Yep. Plastic high heels. Beautiful. If I remember right, wasn't she like a high schooler? It appeared to be. (laughs) And I'll get with you later. I think he stopped short of sugar tits. So, when being attacked by mutant fishmen, his idea was not to run away. It was to back himself against the wall. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, DJ. <laughs> oh, that guy was wrong on so many, it's many so, levels. It was so good. I, my favorite part. Ooh, actually, maybe not. Hmm. I, I have two favorite parts of the final shots of this. Okay. The baby fish man. <laughs> I forgot about the baby fish man. <laughs> it was so good. Yes, it was. It was dumb as hell. But it was good. And I, 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 I. I feel a little soiled for having said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, here's what I want to get to. Okay. And I think they had they did this just because, eh, fuck it, it'll look cool. Did setting the water on fire serve any purpose oh, whatsoever? The seven random patches yes. of fire floating in the middle, yes. They're driving around letting off gas on top of the water. Mm-hmm. And there are seven little piles of flame. But they lit it with a flare. No, no. They, they, <laughs> it they... served... Is that scene kept going on? I, I, again, I rewound it probably two, three times. Do you think like, it might have been a lighting thing to make it look the pier look more on fire or something? I don't know. I have no idea. It was just random. Yeah. yeah. They just set the water on fire. And again, I think that's because Roger Corman just went, Hey, man, no, it'll look cool. Ah, we set should set whole, this lake on fire. The whole lake. <laughs> Well, we don't really have the budget to do that, sir. Eh, we'll just drop some oil in certain spots and we'll light those on oh, fire. And, and let's circle it with boats. Because, you know, nothing bad's going to happen with that. It's so dumb. And obviously there was no permit whatsoever. No. 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 Right. Okay. We're going to go in, shoot the scene, and then we'll light it on fire. So, oh. So and here's... The, and the pier. Okay. Hmm. Here's the thing that I really want to get to. Mm-hmm. As far as the end of this film. Oh, yes. Reminiscent of another one we've talked about. Well, here's the thing. It didn't fucking resolve anything. No, it didn't. (laughs) Not at all. Mm -mm. They didn't, like, scour the lake or, like, poison it or find some way to get rid of these fishmen. 
They we, dispatched the ones that were currently attacking them. Ah, oh, we're done here. Everybody pack up and go. So, that is just a, now a doomed society. Oh, oh. They're going to be constantly attacked by fishmen. The Midwest will be a very, very popular place away from lakes. It's... Nothing happens at the end of this movie. Oh, really? Go. All right, what you got? What you got? The end of the movie. Because I'll be honest, I didn't really pay attention. Okay. One of the one of the fish rapes um, went unresolved. The 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 person who got raped did not die. Yep. Okay. Oh no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Cut to the very end of the movie. <laughs> Someone is giving birth and push, push, you know, the usual. And then you see her abdomen raised like about a foot. And then a little tiny fetus baby humanoid from the deep pops out. They did alien. They did. They just blatantly ripped off alien. I forgot all about that. And I watched it today. I know. And I'm just like, ah, this is the second time I've had to sit through a movie where either... A demon baby is being born, or going to be born, and now a humanoid born. I hope this is not a pattern for future movies. Or do you have a... Yeah, eh, Alien came out in 1979. Mm-hmm, this this came, came out in 1980. Mm-hmm. Less than a year later, they just blatantly ripped it off. Mm-hmm. And when the baby said, even with the brain, it looked like an alien. It was great. Oh, well, I'm back to hating it a little bit more. Oh... But yeah, nothing was resolved. Absolutely nothing. And I thought maybe you'd have an addendum. The cannery was found to be closed within three years because of Johnny Eagle's brave whatever. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. We didn't get that. No. Nah. We didn't get the resolve. We didn't get anything. Got all the fish raped. None of the resolve. Nope. Oh. And then, oh, the fish babies. Oh, the fish babies. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, this is just going to be a real problem. I just extrapolate. Oh my god, nobody could live near the coast. Because I don't think it was ever defined where they are, right? No. So it's not necessarily like they're on an ocean. I think they were in it. It kind of looked like the Pacific Northwest a little bit. So it did. I think an inlet would lead to the ocean because most of the stuff near the coast finally gets out to the ocean. So So, I think they. Because I remember they said something about the. The they must have come back from deep water after spawning. Oh yeah. So there had to have been deeper water than just that bay. All right. So I think they re-encroached onto the bay and then made it through the little streams and stuff to the homes, as opposed to the other way around. Huh. Because that would make more sense if the cannery was breeding this fish to become bigger, etc. They would have to breed out in deeper water to come back. Yeah, you're right. So. There had to be an ocean connection, which means that if they're already kicking out there, they're in the ocean. So, Susan Drake doomed us all. Indeed she did. With her want of more tuna or salmon. Yeah. I didn't realize that until we just talked it out. She's not a good person. No. She caused a global fish apocalypse. And, and didn't try to stop it even or, earlier. Or at least in the um, Americas. Well, I don't know. Ocean's a pretty big place. My God. The implications. I mean, seriously. I And if they... So this can go another level deeper. Uh, 
<laughs> of social commentary of science. Could, could you or should you? Mm-hmm. Science and then... This oh. is science run amok into where it's going to eventually consume and kill us all. God damn this movie. <laughs> okay, I like it again. Damn you, Chris. It's so stupidly good. Why is this movie this good? It wasn't until just now. Yeah, and we, now I've got to go back and watch this whole thing, this whole train wreck piece of shit again. Because it's going to really nag at me. Yeah. Like, I know I'm probably going to lay awake in bed tonight just thinking like, man, what, what is some scientist out there building now that is going to kill us all? Oh, jeez. She started a fishman plague. Wow. Just Wow. So okay. they're going to have to get on top of this, or like they're going to end up having to bomb, if this is the Pacific Northwest, they're going to have to bomb a good portion of America, because this is going to get out of hand and fast. Yeah, and you don't want them to get into anything inland. Exactly, and they already explained that, yeah, the maturity date went from like 26 weeks to 8 weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the, the other, well, I, I'm i trying to figure Those out... Those numbers are probably salt, wrong. I know, but, but salt to fresh... And then we got the amphibian, or are they amphibians? Are how I'm having problems with how they're well, they mating can, with people. Well, they can clearly exist on land, though. We're shown that. Yes. Oh, actually, yes. That they they're bipedal. That's correct, and they can breathe air. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm getting back into it. I'm getting back into it. You're you're sucking me back here, Chris. I mean, just what are you doing, Susan Drake? And there's no way to stop it. There's just no way no, to stop this it. is out of hand because, yeah, as we said before, this entire experiment that she's done, yeah, make them faster, make them bigger, make them stronger. Reproduce quicker. Exactly. higher drive to reproduce. Exactly. This Holy movie is better shit. than it should. Ah, uh, Chris, well, Chris, We're Chris, all going to die by the hands of fish people. Well, I guess if you've got to go. Oh, no, not all of us. No. Well, you never know. Uh, do you think the fish man really understands the human anatomy? Great oogly moogly. Oh, no. I mean, granted, in this film, there's no men raped because, you know, it was 1980. Right. But realistically, it's a fish man with just a drive. Now, the other question arises is if this wasn't intended to make fish men, why are there fish women? If you wanted fish to reproduce, you would need both sexes. Yet, they're only oh. present as men. Or maybe the well, women are back in the home. Well, to be fair, we're, you said that they're all presented as men. That's not true. They're never presented as any specific gender. Fair enough. But when, when we get to the I, fish I we've under, seen, Yes, I understand. But yeah, this uh, is... Unless they're depositing something that would grow in any wet area. Gross to say, but maybe that's how the fish was born. I'm trying to figure out how it would happen. Man. Because now you got me thinking about 700 different things in this movie, and I'm like, no, wait. Then how, how, wait. Other things made sense. How come this is not making sense? What did I miss in the movie? Maybe they told me before how it works. Yeah, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention because I thought this was a cornball-ass fucking movie that yeah. I could look away from. Indeed. <laughs> a lot. You, every scene that you said, except for like the pier scene and the specific first ones or the first couple kills. Yeah. Yeah, my brain just went, fuck that. Yep. But now it's all coming back, and now I absolutely, definitely have to watch this movie again. 
And I hate you for that, Chris. <laughs> Again, fuck you for making me watch this movie. I, I don't think there's been a film that we've done that you haven't... T- <clears throat> Before we've recorded, just sent me a message that simply said, fuck you. Yes, I, I think that's going to be a theme for this. <laughs> the only one I'm really pissed about, though, is the, the Demon House one. Well, the House of the Devil's a good movie. Fuck you. We're not retreading this, James. Nope. Nope. Never. All right. It's... Any any final thoughts about our impending doom due to Fishman? Mmm. Uh. Mmm. No. I wish there was. <laughs> no. <laughs> My head is a jumble of about seven million thoughts about this movie, and I can't grab one because now I have to watch it again. And I hate you again for this. In the <sighs> neck. Oh. <sighs> Everybody go watch this movie. It's it's really good. You you absolutely should watch this movie. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. And uh, yeah, you'll hate it or love it or maybe yeah. both in the same day, I'm, just like I'm, me. I'm just really mad that they stuck so much sneaky social commentary into this film. Well, for the longest time, because this, I was sidetracked by slattery and everything else, I just was I was starting to get irritated by this cannery subplot until i figured out why it was there uh-huh yeah now i've got to think a whole bunch more and i hate thinking thank you very much yeah this movie's sneakily good mm-hmm. yeah son of a bitch i before we started i did not anticipate that being the uh where we landed on this film. i know i really i thought i was gonna end up still hating it and maybe convincing you it was a piece of shit yeah, I, I was going to end with, oh yeah, get real stoned and watch this movie. It'd be funny. I watched it without being stoned, and it, now I'm going to watch it without being stoned again because I want to see everything that you saw, but pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's sneaky good. Mm. Now i got to go back and watch all these fucking Roger Corman movies. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, about once a year I watch Death Race 2000. <laughs> Fair. And then I'll watch about every 10 years, the one with David Carradine. It was Death Race 2020. Hell yeah. It was as bad as you think, but I have to go rewatch it. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit. Just today, I before we before you got here, I was watching Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, no. Just like, oh, hell yeah. This movie rips. Yeah. <laughs> Love John Carpenter. <laughs> I, I, you know, I do too. I do too. Why, why am I sighing about that? I do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> being bummed about liking John Carpenter. God damn it, why do I like this stuff? It's all these classic films. Ugh. Ugh. Go back to my Roger Corman. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I'm going to ask you anyway. You got anything to plug? Not yet, but I'm getting close. All right, uh, you can go find us at Horror Vomit at anywhere. Just Google it. It'll come up. Yeah, and then... If you would like to see more of me specifically, you can go to OnlyFans and search for Dr. Pissface. That's D-R-P-I-S-S-F-A-C-E. $5 a month and you can get the whole shebang. Oi. Yeah, it's it's not impressive. I'm not, I'm not promising you, you you'll like it, but you can see it. Probably it, just have to ask. It, it's kind of like Humanoids of the Deep. You ain't going <laughs> to like it. But you have to see it. But you can see it. <laughs> Or as we alluded to before, you could just meet me and ask me. <laughs> but, uh, oh, all right. I think we have rambled about humanoids from the deep, which actually not the name of the film. It's monster parentheses humanoids, humanoids from, from the, the deep. deep. Oh, uh, yeah. Good times. Yes. <laughs>
All right. Should we put an end to this? Like a suffering, dying dog? Yeah. Just, Just all right. Shoot it now. Shoot it now? Come on, old yeller. <laughs> Sorry if I spoiled that for you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> there was some good shit in there. You're not even going to say goodbye? No. Oh, fuck you, though. Goodbye. Terrifying.